Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. From the small towns to the big cities, we bring you the stories that matter. This is, this is, this is the Our American Stories podcast. This is Lee Habib, the host of the Our American Stories podcast. On today's episode, we bring you the story of the connection shared by two veterans separated 
by nearly a half century. We love producing these stories and bringing them to you from our team. They work hard day in and day out to bring you stories from the people that you don't often get to hear from, but that you should. And if you'd like to support us in all that we do here, visit OurAmericanStories.com. Click on the Donate button and become a part of all that's going on here. The American people are the star of this show. America itself is the star of Our American Stories. And we appreciate both one-time gifts and monthly donations to keep our positive stories about a good and great country going. It's for you and through you that we tell these stories. Because it's you, the American people, again, who are the star of this show. And now Robbie brings us Brent Evanoff, who discovered a secret he'd been unaware of for over 25 years. I was born in Council Bluffs, Iowa, raised good Midwestern values. I come from a history of family serving in the military all the way back to World War I. Both grandparents fought in World War II. Father, Vietnam era, countless aunts and uncles that had served over the years. That influenced me quite a bit, and I decided to join the military, graduated high school early. Just didn't really quite know what I wanted to do in this world other than serve the military and, and go on to, to, to do good things. December 1989, I enlisted as a cavalry scout, and I went through cavalry scout training in Fort Knox, Kentucky, and found myself assigned to the 3rd Armored Cavalry Regiment in Fort Bliss, Texas, May of 1990. And being a new private, you know, the, everything's still new to me. I'm training. In August of 1990, we were out on a two-week field training exercise when Iraq had invaded Kuwait. To all intents and purposes, Kuwait has ceased to exist as an independent, sovereign nation. Good afternoon, everyone. Well, at this hour, Iraq remains in firm control of the tiny, oil-rich country of Kuwait. We had a, a warning order to prepare to deploy to the Middle East. Didn't really understand the consequences of that. We rolled back on post, and there's trains everywhere. We're loading tanks and Bradleys um, on on trains to go to Beaumont, Texas. We're loading live ammunition into these armored vehicles to go to Beaumont, Texas. And uh, we had about 10 days to, you know, kind of finish shots and some, we did some training. Uh, being a 18 year old kid about to turn 19, the last three days we kind of had our own personal time. And to be quite honest, I only remember about a, a third of that time, you know, being, Young kids off to war, you know, we trained hard and we kind of partied pretty hard. Well, you know, I go over there overseas and uh, get on with my life. Get out, go to college at the University of Iowa, and I graduated. I was a f Omaha fireman for a little while, and then I proceeded to uh, get interested in anesthesia and left in. Uh, 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 became certified as a certified registered nurse anesthetist and found myself getting married to a woman and we had three beautiful children and you know my my son is interested in going in the military graduating high school much like I did and um, great kid on head on his shoulders but I understand where he's coming from you know you don't know what you want to do and so he uh, was going to enlist in the military 
and you know I'm in my anesthesia practice and I'm uh, think you know I'm in my mid 40s and I'm comfortable uh, in my lifestyle and you know I think I'm got the world by the tail and uh, I find myself in a case anesthesia case and my sister texted me about uh, noon said hey can you talk and I uh, text her back. I'm in a case. Can I call you later? She said, "Well, call me when you get home." And uh, I get home that day. It was in February of of uh, 2018, and I click back in the recliner. I remember it vividly, and the ceiling fan was on low. And she said, uh, "Brent, are you sitting down?" And she's 12 months younger than me. And I know people out there with siblings. They know when they're messing with you, or when something all of a sudden is very serious. And I said, "Yeah, I'm sitting down, sis. What's going on?" She. Uh, bluntly told me that I have a 26-year-old son I don't know about. And I vividly remember looking at the ceiling fan. I watched the blade go around three times, and I kind of said, Sis, I'm going to need a little more information. Well, the back story was my mom was OR housekeeping at another hospital, retired two years earlier. She got into genealogy and swabbed her buccal membrane and sent it in and she gets like an email back saying hey you two need to really talk and my mom didn't know what to do so she contacted my sister and my sister kind of was emailing this guy and it turns out this guy was uh, in the United States Navy station in Italy and he said you know I you know on my birth certificate says father unknown you know if he doesn't this person doesn't want to be a part of my life I understand that if they could tell me a little bit about my maybe my genetic history, if I need to be concerned about anything, I'd appreciate it. And I'm just floored. You know, here I have the world by the tail, and and uh, and then something like this happens to you unexpectedly. I, you know, you're only on this earth, you know, a snap of a finger, fraction of a second of time. Why would you not want to get to? know someone like that and so I said yes Chris I would love to you know get a hold of him and my sister sent me a picture of him you know we look alike his mother was down at Fort Bliss Texas the same time period I was and you know I, I just harken back to that time where being a you know raise your hand if you've never done anything irresponsible I remember vividly video conferencing with this guy, and up pops this uh, this handsome young stud in the United States Navy serving overseas, and we kind of just, you know, said hello and you know got to know each other a little bit, and uh, it, it was really a, a, a wonderful experience, and you know, it, as uh, I. You know, a month later, I kind of talked to my family and, you know, told them the story and how good head on his shoulders, um, you know, and we just kind of fomented this relationship of, you know, getting to know each other, you know, and this this kid has a, a an amazing ability to, you know, um, I felt guilty, um, you know, because I missed being a father to him during impressionable years. Um, and I felt guilty a lot of time, and he, and he kept interrupting me, saying, "Hey, let's not look in the back, the rearview mirror. Let's let's look down the road and just enjoy what we have." And, and it, you know, a lot of times it brings me to tears, to be quite honest, that this uh, young man can be so strong, and it's really humbled me in a lot of ways. So, fast forward. Um, my son's in the United States Army, and, I, and again, I call my 
my son that I've always known, my old young son, and Tyler, my new old son. You know, he's in the Navy overseas in Italy. Um, my son, my uh, son Nicholas, my old young son, is in the Army in Korea, and I've got two high school girls. And, uh, you know, when I got out of the Army, I spent four months backpacking through part of North Africa and, and Europe and uh, quite an adventure. And, and come to find out, my my new old son um, has traveled extensively through Europe and has military history entrance interests much like I do in my son Nicholas, my uh, old young son. I thought, wow, you know, what an amazing experience. My two sons had not met. Um, that summer I flew Tyler from Italy um, to meet his sisters for the first time. Unfortunately, my son was already in the army in, in Korea at that time. So I thought, how can we all just kind of um, uh, take this blessing and tie it all in together? I came up with the solution to, um, I'd never traveled to, to Far East Asia. Um, so I put this out there um, and it kind of came together in May and June. We spent 30 days backpacking through South Korea, Vietnam, Thailand, and Cambodia to be able to see my sons meet for the first time and just kind of can try to connect ourselves as a family as best we can underneath the circumstances. And boy, was it, humbling and an amazing experience um, so we're traveling um, getting to know each other um, Tyler my new old son does not have sisters so um, watching them interact and new big brother kind of as we're spending 30 days together literally staying in hostels and kind of roughing it you know that's kind of what what the adventure we were looking for um, teasing is new sisters and likewise the sisters teasing their new older brother back and brothers and brothers kind of interacting um you know it, as a as a father it, it um it really you know kind of i was very very happy and if you like what you hear if you love this show please by all means subscribe and share we're trying to bring people together in this country. There are so many things that tear us apart, but if we can agree on just one thing, this is a good and beautiful country. Not a perfect country, but a good and beautiful one. Again, if you love what you're listening to, if you love this, if, if you love this podcast, subscribe, and more importantly, share it with friends and neighbors. We decided that we wanted to see Vietnam, and um, in order to see really Vietnam, uh, they don't have a reliable public transportation system, so you have to ride motorcycles. And I, uh, through a lot of research, I found a, a guide out of Da Nang, and uh, we spent five days uh, touring on motorcycles. Um, my daughter riding behind me, and my other daughter riding behind the guide, and my two sons riding their own motorcycles, and we drove along the Ho Chi Minh Trail um, out of Da Nang, headed south to the Aisha Valley. And we got a permit from the communist government to climb Hamburger Hill and, and uh, uh, rode to Quezon. And everywhere we're going, we're stopping in little villages and meeting these people and, and still seeing a lot of remnants from the war in a lot of ways. Um, and we find ourselves at Quezon. And, um, well, we're looking around at some of the bunkers that had, that had collapsed and were there, and a village, local villager came up to me 
and he had some trinkets and he wanted to sell them. And I looked at them and the first thing I saw was a US military dog tag. And then I saw a North Vietnamese, rusted North Vietnamese army medal and so a few other trinkets and so forth. And, and I knew I wanted them. So I, I paid, I think I paid like $7. And, you know, we went on with our trip, um, connected as a, as a, as a, as a family and uh, had an amazing experience. You know, um, my, my son that I've never known comes into my life and we kind of come full circle with the family that he's never known and my family with a son they never knew. Well, we get back from our trip to Omaha and I go back to work and I start researching, you know, on my time off, uh, this, this name on this tag. Well, this name kind of had a unique first name spelling. So I, uh, first thing I did is I used internet search to find, see if he was maybe one of the 68,000 that were killed in the Vietnam War and his name wasn't on there, which kind of gave me hope that maybe I can might be able to reconnect this piece of property to a U.S. military serviceman. My preliminary uh, internet searches weren't coming up with anything. I, my wife got interested and she kind of helped me look around. And because of the gentleman's unique first spelling of his first name, we come across an old obituary from Minnesota of a gentleman that perhaps was this guy's father in the print it said survived by um, this gentleman and his wife and my wife took the first name of his wife and the last name and uh, looked on social media and uh, found a Carol Hammond and we uh, got a phone number and I called and it was a voice machine and I said you know hello sir you know my name's Brent Evanoff from Omaha I just returned from Vietnam and if uh, I came back with a piece of property that um, that you may have left over there, if you're you know the Mister uh, that uh, happened to lost this property over there, you would you please call me? And so a week went by, and uh, it was a weekend, and I'm doing stuff around the house, and I get a phone call from this gentleman, and he says, "Yes, uh, you know this is me. Um, I did serve. I served actually two tours in Vietnam." Um, you know, how can I help you? And I proceeded to tell them that, you know, uh, I was traveling over there and, and, uh, purchased this dog tag. And, uh, he, the first thing he asked me, he goes, what numbers are on there? And I proceeded to tell them and he goes, oh, that was from my second deployment. Well, he proceeded to tell me his story and, um, he grew up in Northern Minnesota and, uh, got in a little bit of trouble three months before the graduation from high school and back then uh, you either went to jail or you went in the military and he chose the military and found himself uh, in the 173rd Airborne in Vietnam 1967-1968. Uh, he told me that you know that he was wounded um, with a, a roadside bomb that uh, was command detonated and uh, you know he uh, if it wasn't for him wearing a, uh, the radio that day that he probably would have lost his life because a large piece of shrapnel had torn into the radio and he, he was wounded in the leg and and uh, and got knocked out actually and came conscious and and recovered from that um, and went on to serve in uh, Berlin Germany during the 60s in the Cold War decided that uh, he wanted to go back to Vietnam so if found himself in the 101st Airborne in 1969-1970 uh, in um, 
Vietnam, and he said that time was, uh, you know, a lot different than this first tour. They were doing missions of, uh, you know, that they didn't necessarily always wore their rank or their insignia or patches, and and uh, he was in the Battle of Tam Key, and there, his platoon of 35 found themselves surrounded. Um, in a gun battle for uh, 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 at least a day, I thought maybe he said two, and and when the battle was over, he uh, out of the 35, he was one of seven survivors, and in fact, of those seven, two were not wounded, and he was one of them. And he proceeded to tell me that he decided that, you know, back home in Northwoods, Minnesota, was a place that he'd like to go, and found himself there, and he actually runs a, uh, a retreat for a local veterans group up there, and and hopefully one day I can meet him. Well, we had a wonderful phone call. I um, hung up and I told him that I'm gonna be mailing this piece of property to him. And I said, um, I, I bought it from a villager in Quezon. And he goes, wow, you know, I, I never stepped one foot on Quezon. I operated about 50 miles south of there, actually. Um, the only thing I can come up with is, you know, trading over time, villagers and so forth. And uh, and he doesn't remember one incident where he uh, specifically lost his dog tag. But uh, I mailed it to him and, you know, I, I get an f- email about a week later from his wife. Um, and it's, it you know, his wife says it, it really, my uh, effort to track him down and return a piece of property from his past really uh, meant a lot to him. And, uh, you know, in my story just kind of comes to a conclusion that two circles have been closed. A son I never met before, um, reunited with his father and family that he's never known. And that um, through our travels together as a family, forming a a new relationship that uh, we're able to kind of bring full circle um, a veteran's passed to him by reuniting him with something as simple as a dog tag, which any member who's been in the military knows how much that is a part of their life at the time. So, you know, um, that those two experiences combined really humbles me as a, as a father, as a, you know, a human being and, uh, an American that, uh, you know, just when you think that you think you have life figured out, you know, The older I get, the more I firmly believe life is truly stranger than fiction. Indeed, and that's what we learn here every day, telling stories, especially our listeners, telling stories. Great job, as always, by Robbie on the production, and a special thanks to Brett Evanoff, his story, my goodness, his family story, and then another family story that he he stumbles upon while having an adventure. And by the way, if you do take your family overseas... Go to these places like Vietnam, go to Haiti, go to go to Africa, go to places that, well, you can learn a lot more about your own country and others by visiting these places. And what a thing to do for a guy. Most people would have taken that dog tag and stuck it someplace, but he decided to track it down and track the person down who it belonged to. And I only know that my, my grandparents would have loved to have had a dog tag or letters or anything from the son that died in World War II. And all we got was a flag. So for anybody who served and lost somebody or even not lost somebody, the importance of this paraphernalia, well, it's not small. Thanks again for listening. I'm Lee Habib, and this is the Our American Stories podcast. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 